Welcome to Vancouver Entertainment Magazine, VEM. I'm Eric, EJ Love, and I'm here tonight with my brother Chris, and uh, I'm the one that's being interviewed. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, switching uh, the mic around. Yeah, how you doing, Chris? Honestly, all the better for seeing you. Yes, brother, absolutely. <laughs> Likewise. How you doing, mate? Good, right, man. I'm doing wonderful. I'm, uh, it's hot outside and cool in here. That's all I can say. Yeah, it's, kinda, it's quite nice, isn't it? <laughs> it is nice. It is nice. Very nice. So, yeah. So, here we are. First show. We're, I'm the one that's being interviewed. Yeah. Shoot. Yeah, I mean, well, <laughs> so the intent of this is to take away all the mystery from all that is EJ Love. Oh, my. Oh, my. Yeah. Oh, mystery. Yeah. yeah. There's, there's not much mystery to the madness. It's, it is what it is. Well, I mean, I mean, you're wearing glasses and a hat, so you... You're currently hiding something underneath it. Oh, right? well, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, you know, I got one eye and, <laughs> yeah. and one leg. Yeah. No, I got stabbed in my eye. You didn't hear about that? <laughs> well, no. Well, we got to interview me. That's, that's how the story all right, gets bring told. It, bring it. I mean, I knew that. I totally knew that. I'm just uh, playing oh, well, it up. That's all it is. Oh, well, um, you know. It's... So you got stabbed in your eye? Yeah, I got stabbed in was my it, eye. Was it a knife or something else? It was a knife. Okay, yes. knife. What kind I of knife? I was breaking. Yeah, it was a switchblade. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was... Um, that was a bad scene going on on Granville. The kids were out there drinking, and about eight of them, they got in a big fight. And it was outside of a restaurant I was eating. And uh, the boss, the owner of the restaurant, was worried that, you know, innocent people were going to get hurt. And, and we were good friends, and he decided to go outside, and he looked at me, and I got up from my table and walked out with him. And we addressed these young men and uh, told the young man that, you know, this isn't the place to do this. Go home. Try it another day. And I wasn't brandishing any wasn't you know puffed up or anything at them i was just basically talking to them and uh it was unfortunate accident it was an unnecessary thing but the kid behind him reached in his pocket and pulled the knife and hit me in the eye i normally had my glasses on but at that moment i didn't um and uh, i got stabbed in the eye and uh yeah it uh caused a lot of trauma mm, understandably uh, and uh yeah but um you know with the good lord's help uh i've been able to maintain and uh yeah i have vision but uh it's limited so you know i keep the shades on you know kinda. sure is, is that just because like you want to protect the other eye yeah exactly yeah, just, just well it happens. is yeah. yeah it's 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 kind of a reaction to that absolutely i mean I only have one eye left, mm. you know, so I've, I've got to protect that guy. Right. You know, so, um, but yeah, you know, um, did the therapeutic thing, you know, went to physio and, and whatever they what did. What do you do for physio for the eye? Uh, well, they just, every time I walked in there, I had the world's leading this uh, optician working on it. Uh, they took me in. It was like two o'clock in the morning. Um, he had just gotten off a plane from Notre Dame in, in uh, the States and He'd been down there studying, and um, he walked into the hospital at the same time that I was prepping for emergency surgery and because uh, they were trying to save the eye. And, well, it was amazing what he did. You know, they couldn't save the vision, but what they did was they were able to keep the eye. And I have oil in a balloon that makes the eye round, the orb of it look round. So, you know, so it keeps... The eye is there. So, so, so that's your real eye. That's my real eye. Right. So that's your real eye, but you just don't have vision out of it. Right. Right. Absolutely. That's so cool. So, yeah. Well, I don't know. <laughs> no, I, I'd rather have my eye awesome. back. <laughs> well, you know. I'd rather have my sight back. But well, that, that's it is amazing how they saved it. And How did they save it? They put an oil and water in a balloon, a little tiny balloon, and yeah. they inserted it into the eye so that they could give it an orb shape, round shape, that, you know, into the socket so that it stays there. Cool. So, um, yeah, you know, like I said, I, I you know, Went through. Look at it. Can you? Yeah. You let's have, let's have a look. Yeah. See? There Wait, we're just getting in. One there second. There it is. You got it? One second. Just focusing up a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. All right. That's, there you go. That's incredible. They did a great job. Uh, right. do, Pay do your tickets. Come up. Yeah. See, do you, see the man with the one eye. Well, do you want to give a shout out to the doctors <laughs> who uh, did a great job? Uh, I would like to say for all the doctors there at VGH, um, and yeah, especially in the site ward there and the, uh, the work that they did. Um, I thank you with the bottom of my heart. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, man, that's, that's incredible. You're thank right, you. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, it just took a moment there. It just took me no, back. No, dude, take, 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 all, take all the time. Take all the time. Yeah, it was, that was, you know, a lot of things got lost mm. after that. Mm. Uh, you know, it took a little time to rebuild and, and build myself back. And, uh, well, you know, everything is good now. You know, everything is fine. And uh, here I am now. Yeah, you know, so. I mean, things can't be too fine. I mean, you're here sitting talking to me. <laughs> so you must have done something wrong. <laughs> uh, yeah, man, yeah. I tell you. Yeah. <laughs> Next stop, Looney Bin. Oh, my God. Uh, what makes you think you're not there already? No, I am, man. I tell you, every day I get up, you know, yeah. it's like, oh, my goodness, it's a new day. I mean, yeah. you're hanging out with a guy named Guy with a dog named Girl. <laughs> I mean, it's just... <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I tell you, I, I couldn't ask for better. I, I I love my my people in this room, all the production folks here, and yeah. and 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 marketing, everybody here. I I just love everyone. They they're just so wonderful to me, and uh, I couldn't find myself in a better position in life right now. So I I thank you all. Oh, dude, I appreciate that. Well, yeah. you know what? I, I, on that note, let's just let's actually mention who's in the crew. All right, well, all right. Go right ahead. Should, you, me? You, you do it. All right. So, uh, so on the boards right now, we have TJ. TJ, Mc... you want to say hello? Hey guys. Hey TJ. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's our part Scottish, part Australian, part uh, other English, you know, region there. Part of the Commonwealth. Oh, it's all it's all part of the Commonwealth. So it's fine. Yeah. 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 Uh, and then uh, and our marketing team there, we got Miss uh, Natalia. Yes, she is. She's the one. She's uh, she's smiling, but uh, <laughs> do you want do you want to say hi? Hi. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh. Very enthusiastic hello there, oh, and yeah. then uh, and then we got the big dog over there. Big dog, Mr. Guy. Mr. Guy. No, yeah. no, just <laughs> so uh, so 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 guy so guys the uh, so the guys guys really put us all together and yep. created this wonderful little family that we have. It's wonderful family. Yeah. Uh, you just like I said, you can't ask for better. No. And, you know, we're we're really close knit and it gets closer every show every time we're together well, hopefully so no the other day we were out taking the pictures uh that was really a fun day i hadn't had a quite a day like that with my children first of all and then to have my other my extended family here was just wonderful i'm so blessed so your so kids blessed. had a great time oh they did man. yeah oh yeah wait till you see the pictures Oh, man, man, you wait till the, you, you wait till you see the pictures. Yeah, that's that's yeah. The bad. kids, are, they, they look amazing. They're absolutely adorable. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> no, I had a great time. Well, can you can you tell me how this whole entire thing actually started? Because I know a guy and I were chatting about some of things. And how then, did that start, yeah. guy? How, how did how did we end up here? How did we end up here? I saw you had a great voice, so I was like, I'll bring him in for a test run, and then we just went from there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He said he had all of this. Equipment and stuff going on, and he had a vision. Equipment and all the stuff. Oh, man. I said, okay, let me see it. So he brings me over, and, man, I walked in, and it was like, oh, my God. It's like a grow-up. Mm. <laughs> I just want to pick everything. Well, and, and then since then, we've actually just expanded the entire area. I mean, yeah. has it shown you the little production room that oh, we have? Oh, yeah, the production it's, room. You can't, you can't even walk in there. There's just way too many. There's just a lot of equipment. It is a lot of equipment. It takes a lot to build a show. So yeah, it does. It really it does. does. But, uh, yeah, I'm very grateful and thankful to be in this position and to have a show such as this that is going to highlight the cream of the crop of Vancouver's mm. entertainment scene and arts and literary you know, works. We're, we're, we're going to have a lot of fun. We're going to uplift this city. We're in a time of COVID. And the real reason I wanted to do this was to bring a scene here. Vancouver has had so many entertainers and entertainment pieces uh, that are a part of the melting pot in which we're trying to create here. But since the no fun zone came in back during the nineties there, <clears throat> things have just literally changed. They shut down all the bars and pretty much most of the scene that was live. And uh, for What's the no fun zone. Well, it was just no fun in Vancouver. No fun zone. They said they declared it no fun zone. And uh, <laughs> wait, 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 is this is this colloquial language or is this? No, this is real. This is real. They, they shut us down. They shut. You know, the after scene was was big back during the nineties, and uh, we had such live performances. We would have them, you know, during the regular hours of the you know the bar scene, and then after, you know, we carry on to the underground scene. 
And all of is these this, is this you as a party goer or this, this is, back when you were playing in the bands? Uh, no, this was this was uh, I was managing actually. Uh, Wait, like uh, venues uh, or bands? I managed bands. Yeah, I had a couple of groups that I managed here in the city. I cool. was the anomaly. Do you want? Do you want? Do you want to? Uh, do you want to? Rotor Cloud and Juice Monkeys were my groups. And, Juice Monkeys uh, doesn't really. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and Quick Trouble. Yeah, and uh, yeah, that was a hip hop group from Edmonton, cool. and uh, yeah. We uh, had lots of success, and, um, you know, we opened up for DSK, all the different top groups in the city at the time. We, we were at the town pump. But the ministry decided to uh, squash the live scene and the after scene here in Vancouver because it was just, it, it wasn't their thing. We, we were disturbing the peace, I guess, in the sense. So they wanted more family-oriented uh, entertainment based you know around the city and <laughs> i went like what and so yeah no the the entire thing just collapsed around us um you know no more of these great parties of of, of people at venues uh in and around vancouver and uh it put a real cap on things and yeah uh, that would dampen the entire environment yeah and it's been that way ever since but how long ago was that <coughs> so you said the 90s right? yeah but, right around 96 97 right around there and um well and was it overnight or just no it was a gradual thing mm -hmm. it was it was something that you know like the cruel elephant uh jeez town pump um you know these places were were golden as far as places to play and uh, to be seen and heard and uh it really did put a damper on the city mm -hmm. <coughs> excuse me that's all right but uh yeah it was um it's quite a thing and well like like i said this creation of them is basically for just to highlight and showcase uh all the talented from the djs to 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 live performance groups uh uh tattoo artists everybody in the city and gets, let's not mention the uh you know let's not forget sorry the venue operators yeah, themselves the, the venue operators themselves yes yeah, yeah the production guys Man, uh, yeah you need someone to facilitate all the artists well that's just it and we'll have them on as time goes on but this show is basically built around those types of people um, that we want. Um, and uh, everything from the new to the old uh, is valid here. And, uh, yeah, we just wanted to put a show together to highlight and to showcase and to uh, say thank you mm. to all of the artists and, and people that uh, participate with them. And because uh, it is, it's all about them. So that's, you know, basically in a ball of wax, what we're trying to put together here. And hopefully it's entertaining to the folks. Hopefully it's insightful. Uh, we'll talk about everything and anything. Um, so, yeah, that's basically what I wanted to do with this. Great. Show. Great. And, and I mean, you have. I mean, you have the resume for that. Yeah. You worked in radio before that. Yeah, that's right. And you were in, what? I'm, I'm just going to go out and say just a number. It could be arbitrary, but a million bands. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Just Is that a, is that right? A million yeah, or was no. it a million or two? No, oh, well, a million five. A million right? five. <laughs> I, was, I always forget. I'm not, I'm not great with math. <laughs> but uh, yeah, man. You well, know. What kind of bands were you in? Uh, well, it's uh, the band that... That, like I said, I, I managed. Um, when I was doing my thing, it was always just me singing in the background, coming in and doing little bit parts. But as as Can I can I hear a sample? Oh, I'll, I'll give you a sample too. <laughs> don't, put, don't put me on the spot. I'm not ready <laughs> no, yet. No, no, I'm fine. still trying to wake but, up here. <laughs> you know that classic song? Like, la, 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 la. There you go. Wow, but yeah. Your voice of an angel. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> yeah, man. No, we, we had some great groups in this town during the 90s. I mean, you know, we're, we've interviewed a couple of the guys that are part of that era. And, um, you know, we kind of wondered when to catch up with them. I wanted to and see what they're doing now. You know, uh, what's going on? I mean, we've got Blair Dobson here and uh, Lee Nichols uh, on the show. Uh, yeah. And uh, Chico. Chico. Chico was oh. great. Man, that energy boy. I tell man. you. Man. If I have else. half that energy at his age, put oh, me away. Yeah. Oh, man. Gosh, <laughs> Just, man. You know, and he's, he's not a young guy. He's he's a, he's an old man in a young suit. You tell suit. that to his heart, man. Oh, it's he, just love of yeah, music. He's got so much passion. Love of his art, man. How did you meet him? Uh, I met Chico. I was playing football. Um, and uh, one of my buddies who's in his choir, uh, Booney, 
uh, said, come on over, man. We're doing the show and da-da-da-da-da. And, and uh, so I said, okay, let me check it out. So we went up to somewhere up in Surrey somewhere, and uh, he introduced me to Chico. From there, Chico would come out and watch us play from time to time, and uh, he'd be on the sidelines. So Bernie was one of your teammates? Yes. Okay. And yeah. wait, uh, what kind of football was this? Uh, flag league at the time. And then flag we league. were also playing down in the States. What's flag league? Flag league is uh, top flight football uh wait, you know no, you no, put no. the flag wait, on your wait, 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 soccer we're talking about soccer rugby no like, no no like, we're talking real american style football oh right okay cool yeah. okay and then flag like so like you, you yeah you got the flag, flag yeah you put yeah, the flag yeah, okay, off cool. the so, hip so it's yeah. not, not as violent yeah well it is pretty violent <laughs> it's, it's the way we played it was really violent go raiders <laughs> oh my yeah, goodness no we were violent well, you know yeah, right i got yeah well i got i got thrown out many games and yeah yeah suspended many times for oh my goodness so medieval on the field but it, it won me. It won me a shot to go down, and and uh, the scouts were looking from down in the states. We're watching up here uh, in the semi pro league, and mm -hmm. so they looked at me and they said, you know, after a couple seasons, they said, well, we want to take a chance on you. Would you like to come on down and and uh, play with us, uh, the Bellingham Eagles? And I said, uh, well, you know, I'm thirty seven years old, and they're like, we don't care. Come on down. You got something. We want. And uh, I was nice. 280. I was 285 at that time. I'm now down to 230 something. So I was a bigger boy. My back goodness! Then. Wait, what position was that? Uh, defensive lineman. Defensive lineman. Yeah, Man. yeah, yeah. And uh, an unstoppable brick then. Yeah, I was. I was a brick house. Yeah, uh, but. Yeah, man, I got down there in the first season and uh, made All-American, uh, All-Conference, Defensive Lineman of the Year. Um, yeah, it was That's a impressive. shock. It was shock at 37. Yeah. yeah. It was a shock and uh, had a great time. Had a great time. How long did you play? Oh, I played I played ball uh, between the Raiders and, and the Bellingham. Uh, Wait, Raiders is in Oakland? No, 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 no. The Raiders here in, in Vancouver. The Vancouver Raiders, top flight uh, flag. Leader. Okay. Um I was with them for uh, I would say eight seasons, eight seasons altogether. Yes. So yeah, it was it was quite a quite a run. It was mm -hmm. a very good run. I mean, most guys are retired and gone by thirty, thirty three, thirty four. Yeah. And you're playing almost into your forties. Yeah, I did. I played straight into forty. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun, and that's where I kind of Chico was around, and and we kind of got together there, and oh, we'd sing and cut the rug together and backstage and at his shows and yeah. uh yeah yeah but he's a tremendous guy tremendous guy no doubt yeah no doubt yeah man so you so you guys a football family if anything yeah 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 well, I've, my dad played ball mm -hmm. uh he got a uh tryout with the colts mm -hmm. uh that were in baltimore at the time but he blew his knee out um during the tryout period Damn. And so that ended his his sports career. So he kind of lived it's, it's, through it's me. It's crazy <laughs> that uh, if if you say if you're a sports star in any way or an athlete, really, right? One injury, one slight move, or like if, if you're just off balance slightly, you could just tear something, and then that's your career. That's yeah. just it. Well, that's just it. I mean, at any moment, that's anything you do in life. I mean, you can step off the curb and get hit by a car. <laughs> yeah, Lord knows, you know, you didn't have your coffee. Yeah. Yeah. You, you know. get out of bed and the plane falls on you. Just because it happens, right? I live near the airport, so yeah, I always wonder when the planes go over, is yeah. this going to be my day? You know. <laughs> is there a shutter every time they go yeah, across? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You must know. be loving COVID then. Oh, yeah. Quiet. Oh, yeah, man. The planes aren't flying as normal. It's pretty quiet in <laughs> my house. The birds are chirping. I was yeah. doing yoga this morning. Oh, man. Oh, that's that brilliant. Hurt. Man, I, yeah, the yoga hurt? Yeah. Why is that? Because uh, it's the first time I'd done it. And, you know, my friend had me in the backyard doing yoga. Like, Eric, you're going to do yoga this morning. And I was like, yogurt? Yeah, let me go to the Yeah, place. I'm going to do the yogurt. Yeah, I'm going to do some the, yogurt. I got the berry bashing. <clears throat> no, she goes, you're doing yoga. And I go in the backyard there, and I'm thinking everything is good. She comes out in her nice little tight little outfit, and I'm just like, wow, this is what we dress like for <laughs> yoga, huh? <laughs> Lord knows, I wasn't paying much attention to what she was telling me, but it was like, yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, we went through about how men get convinced to do anything. Oh man, I got my leg all twisted behind my head and my foot in my mouth. I was just like, what the? She was like, yeah, you're doing yoga. Yeah. So yeah, no, I had to yoga. Yeah, you're doing yoga. Yeah, that's what yoga is. <laughs> 
I'm like, yeah, I'm liking yoga. But boy, I tell you, when she did the leg lift thing there, I had to keep my feet up in the air for a few minutes there. That was killing my side, man. Yeah. I, I, I couldn't do it. I, I just. Hot but, racing for all the different oh, reasons. Oh, yeah, huh? yeah, it was, man. I was reaching for that pack of smokes. That's what I was reaching for. <laughs> but yeah. Anyway, so yeah, that, you know. That's been my life in a nutshell, pretty much. I mean, you know, I... Hey, it's quite a life. It is quite a life. And I and I just want to say hello to all of my guys out there that I, you know, passed throughout life here in the music and the entertainment scene. I mean, these guys were so important. And as the, as the show goes on, we'll get to meet them and, and, and speak with them more frequently. I and certainly hope so. Yeah, man. They, they were just um, great pieces of, of my life that I'm finding... I'm putting back mm. the pieces, and it's really neat. It's really neat to see Blair Dobson and Lee. These guys are, are guys from way back, so it, it's so nice to see them and them to share with us here on the show. Dude, I don't. I, I bet, man. I I also think what you're doing is very, very brave. Yes. Uh, because it's 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 one thing to bring people in from your past and have a conversation with them and yeah. get to know them, especially if you owe them money. Right, exactly, exactly. I mean, then they know where you're going to be every week. <laughs> not a good idea. Downstairs in the lobby waiting for me right now. I know a few people right now. No wonder why you always want to stick around a little bit too long. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm hoping they go away. Yeah. I'm looking at the window. to pick up the kids or something. Oh, uh, yeah. I got so excuses. I got to find a back way out of here from now on. You know? Yeah, that's, yeah. we got a ladder up. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. But, yeah, so, like, it's, it's very brave to bring him in, but it's... It's, I don't know, I, I find it hard whenever I go back to Sydney right. having to speak to some of my old friends yeah. um, because for a time in your life, they're the most important people. Right. And then something happens and you just go different ways. And right. that, that's okay, it's natural. Right. But then to accept that and to be able to ex acknowledge the, the current status of the relationship yeah. and to conduct another conversation with them and, and treat them as though nothing has changed yeah. while also not uh, being diminutive of the relationship you've had. Right. Plus, right. respecting the history you've had at the same time. Right. I think that's such an incredible move. It, I mean, do, do you, are, you, are you in any way concerned when you're speaking to your buddies? Like, uh, that, I mean, is, is, not, is it? Like, not necessarily, no, no because I, I've always been a person that... I have an open heart and, and my, my, you know, it's, it's not when you left, it's how you left. And when we come back, you know, the measure of, of, of affection and, and, and infection to the folks that we've touched and been around is um, numerous in, 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 in ways that, you know, there's the old and then there's the new, the current. And I and I stay I stay current, you know. I mean, the past is is what it is. We laugh and joke about mm -hmm. those things. I mean, we just lost a buddy uh, a couple of weeks ago, Blair and I, uh, close friend oh, of shit, ours. Did you? Yeah, and you know, we talked about that. And I turned to Blair. And, you know, Blair has kind of had this little thing about him and Rich, and and I just uh, sorry, Rich was the friend who passed away. Yeah, yeah, Rich, Rich, uh, uh, Rich. He uh, played for Matthew Goodband, a bass player. Yeah, and we were talking, and I'm awesome. like, man, you got to let all those old things go that were negative. That you know, because you guys grew up together, you guys went to school together. Do they have a lot of bad blood? No, they just had a competition. They, they, they were. They, I think the art side of them and the music side of them, they competed with each other, mm. and that also brought out the best in them. Even when they were, you know, I would watch them on stage, and I, the, the dynamics between them was just incredible. The DSK was probably by far one of the best groups, underground groups in this city. Uh, Blair was just this incredible, credible front man that by accident, I think it, it just, he kind of fell out of, you know, the sky to us. He was, <laughs> I mean, you know, this dude would climb the walls during a show and would, you know, be in the audience and be in the back. He'd go all over and the band's up in the front. And so he'd like, be Iggy popping that thing. Oh, man, he was just incredible. Yeah, it would uh, be great to see him live. Oh, my gosh, man. I, it was just the energy was just all over the room. And but, so, th so they would compete with one another and oh, then so be yeah, electric to watch, yeah, I imagine. Yeah, they were electric to watch. And, and, I mean, you know, like I said, the business is, uh, is, is rough, uh, the music business. And, you know, it can, it can, it can change people. Um, 
And, uh, you know, you kind of have to let that go when something, when a passing happens with a friend. You got to let some of the negativity go and live in the, in the positive and, and, and find that good place. And, uh, you know, we're, we're, you know, when one of us goes, it's a signal to all of us that there's time for change. Mm. And, uh, you know, we, in uh, in conciliation, and we need to do that more, I think, as a society and as, as, as uh, human beings, we owe this to each other, and especially in the time of a pandemic like this right now, where we see a lot of great folks leaving us Mm. too soon and unexpectedly. And um, this is what I'm finding about myself now. I just, I can't hold grudges anymore. I, I just don't have that in me. So it takes too much energy. Oh man, it just takes way too much energy. I, I kind of don't really have that time and focus to do that. No, and, I mean, what's the point of spending half your life hating? Yeah, exactly. But then again, that, that being said, it's not as if it's a logical thought. It's just well, it's if, just easy to do. You and just, if they owe you money, you know, yeah. money does everything. Yeah, well, you know what? Money changes everything. Surprising, you, you're not wrong. You, you could you could borrow uh, you could lend ten dollars to your best friend, and then something's niggling inside you, and you're like, man. <laughs> Five so, years later, where's my ten dollars? So man? what's that? What's that? You, just, you just bought coffee for the group? Or, yeah. <laughs> You can't pay me ten bucks, but you can you can buy coffee. What are you doing here at McDonald's eating, man? (laughs) How dare you? How dare you? Where's where's my Big Mac? And you know what the worst is? Whenever they take you out for coffee and then they pay for you, like I can't afford money now. And then when you do, like I got your lunch, like their hand is slow to come out the pocket. The amount that you're. We're straight now, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, but no, yeah. man, it's it's you know it is what it is. Was but, it COVID related? Ah, uh, no, no, no. Rich died of uh, of a uh, heart attack. He had a heart attack. Um, I think he was like, I think he was fifty two. Damn. And uh, yeah, man, uh, he had a really rough road. Uh, things changed in his life after Matthew Goodband and. Uh, yeah, he wasn't getting the calls anymore, as as some artists and or most artists are kin to, you know, after they've had their heyday. And well, Rich was still he, he was he was a beautiful human being, and I and I just try to emphasize that to my brother and just say, look, man, we got to let that go, you know, think about the good things, and 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 there you'll find true peace, you know, and just leave it at that, you know. Uh, Life is just way too short. Yeah. Way I, too short. So all of my old people that I see now and people that I see current, I, it's, it's consistency. And that's what makes me who I am. It's just I'm consistent and with everyone. And uh, I don't, you know, you got a problem with me? Talk to me about it. We talk about it and talk it out until it's said and done and we move on. We move forward. That's just the way it goes. You know, uh, not, not, to, not to harp on it, but, um, but, I, but I feel like, It'd be it'd be nice to share a nice nice memory of Rich. Oh yeah, and it's in, instead of even go for a nice memory, uh, I, I think of the movie Goodwill Hunting. Yeah, and you know Robin Williams when he's talking about his wife. Yeah, uh, he, he talk about all the wonderful things, but yeah. then there's a Rich that you knew that no one else knew. You know, oh, and you know we all, all of us had a little moment or two with him. I I think what I I take away from him is his determination to be good, to be the best. Um, that's he a was, lost art. He was he was strong strong minded, and you know, this is what the business has to have. I mean, it you don't always have to accept it, but it is what it is. And if you don't come in strong, the, the this business will spit you out. Um, it's a the underbelly of the music industry is is just that it's it's serious, and there's serious people in it, and there's serious con artists there, and. Um, and manipulators and so when you go into something like that it's like in life you just have to be able to understand and weed those things out and 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 how to deal with them is and and to take them on is 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 a daunting task Mm -hmm. but uh nonetheless now the fun times i remember rich man is on stage and just watching him play that bass guitar man and, and and becoming it and it becoming him. And, was uh, he a different person when he's on stage? Oh man, all of them were. They, <laughs> those jokers were all just yeah. yeah. They were all carrying an ace up their sleeve, and they were just you know you you got what you paid for. Yeah. You came in there, and boy, I tell you, you got a show going on. But this is what I'm saying. I, I, these are the kind of people that make this show that are going to make this show because they have the stories, they have the history, and they continue to be part of this history. So. 
you know, we want to have as much of that as we possibly can so that the next generation that comes through here understands where their, you know, legacy is going to stand. Oh, so. great. And, and it's nice to hear people from your specific city coming from the bottom, uh, starting from the bottom, yeah. and then and they're just rising up. And some of them don't exactly get to the very top. No. But it's good to hear, at least for somebody like me, that if you're going to enter the, the world of, uh, just the artistic world, yes. that you don't, it, it's not just the cream of the cream. <laughs> You yeah. know, you, 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 there, there are, there is the middle ground. There are the people who are just slumming it every single day. There are the people who survive and yeah. they make it the full-time job, yeah. but they're barely getting through. There yep. are people who are just showing up and helping and facilitating other people's works. It's, there, yeah. there's all different levels for it. And, yeah. and just because you're, you're not reaching the zenith, it doesn't mean that you're a failure. No, no, because like I said, this show is, is, is about everybody. And I mean, anything from the teachers to the mentors to, uh, the actors and, and, and the singers. It's inspiring. Yeah. You know, uh, we Get all aspire. If, if, if you give them a platform, they'll tell you what it takes to get there and what they've gone through. And that's what truly the whole thing is about, the experience. And uh, being able to share that with the people that are like-minded or want to aspire to be that. So, I mean, I think we need more of this at a time like this mm-hmm. uh, than ever. Uh, we're shut in, we're half shut in, and you know we have no way uh, to express exactly what's going on here because we still don't know. Every day is, is a blessing. And you know I feel blessed every day I walk out the door. Would it, you say that every day is a present? Oh, you live in the present. <laughs> you live in the present. You are the present. So, yeah. Hey, man, you're the present. Uh, you are the present. Oh, stop it. Stop <laughs> it. Hey, who would be a dream guest? Oh, my, no restrictions. No restrictions my at dream all. Guest is, dream is, guest is, you never, I don't know if you even know this artist, but Michael Franks would be my, and he's outside I'm gonna of the box. I'm going to pretend like I know who that is. Uh, Michael Franks is a jazz artist. Yeah. Uh, now, I'm Pasario. This guy, man, from the day I, in this, yeah, I, I grew up in the, in the late seventies. And like, I got a hold of this guy when I was a kid in school and man, I go home and listen to his jazz albums, Michael Franks. You guys have to check him out. All right. All right. What was his instrument of choice? Uh, his voice, his voice and his, yeah. Writing skills, man, this dude, I tell you, It'll change. I didn't think that jazz is bring like a la- bring, bring, bring a lady home now. Bring bring a, bring, okay. a, bring a lady home and put that on. It's yeah. gonna be all over. But the shout. Okay. All right, Michael <laughs> Franks. Any any specific album to check out? Um. Well, let's see. Uh, I love Abandoned Garden. Uh, that one is more recent. Uh, his older stuff, Wait, Popsicle so he's, Toes. He's still kicking on. Oh yeah, yeah. He's oh, in the seventies and he's still he's still doing it, man. He's still doing it. He's got that Chico energy, doesn't he? Oh, he does. Ah, He does. No, this guy, this guy was the coolest white boy ever. Like, you know, you didn't have white boys like this. This, this, this is back in the day. That's what we used to go. Just so you know about cool white boys. I grew up in the era of Eminem. So cool white boys, you know, that's that's a thing. (laughs) No, this guy has been around for about almost four decades. Yeah. And they don't get no better. I don't think Eminem and, 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 and all of them, um, Snow and all of them are going to be around. Would for you that say Eminem and them? <laughs> but yeah, no, Michael Franks is, is just, uh, wow, he's incredible, man. I mean, you know, I, I followed him since I was a young man, and I went to s- several of his live shows, stood up in the audience around all these beautiful people, and just, Michael! And he actually looked at me one time, and the audience is like, what is this brother doing in this audience this? here of all these what? beautiful women? Yeah. <laughs> Screaming my name like he's one of them. And then there I was, right? You know, but he pointed me out one night and I'm just like, you know, he's like, I see you, brother. You know, and I went like, ah! They had to carry me out of the amphitheater after that. You know, I just never thought I was one of those guys. But yeah, that was my lost moment. So yeah, so one day I'm I'm walking up the street when I had the idea of the show. And first thing was like, Michael Franks, you'd love to get there. You know, so if you're listening, Michael, one day, I'm going to call on you, man, either by satellite or candlelight. We're going to sit here and get it done. I'd wow. love to have an interview with Michael Franks. Guy, can we get that sorted? We get Michael Franks on the show? My All right, God. we're gonna we're gonna get, figure this get out. his agent this, on the phone happen, tonight. Yeah. <laughs> uh, get him on the phone. I will lose my marbles if I saw Michael Franks on there. I swear <laughs> to God, y'all gonna have to get me a couple days' notice so that I can get my sh- 
stuff together. I'll, I'll bring a whole bunch of change of shirts. Oh, so, yeah, you know, you yeah, just yeah. Sweat I, I, I might just scream his name <laughs> on the air. I just, oh, my God. I'm, yeah, I'd be a fan for sure. But Man, yeah, I love that. Yeah, man. So, you know, there's a few others out there. but you what's, know. what's it about his music that really appeals to you? Uh, his idea of romanticism and uh, his idea of, of life, uh, his, his tendency to tell a story through his emotional life and, and where he's going. Like, it's, it's a story. It's a tapestry. Is, is there a way you can elaborate a little bit more? Uh, well, I mean, you have to listen to him. You have to really go get in Michael Franks and just dial it up and just sit down and just go with it. And um, he's got a bevy of music out there. And uh, now that we have this Spotify and mm. Hooptify, I don't know what we got. We got so many things out there to find this guy. And once you start listening to him, you're going to find yourself, like, locked away. You're going to have to lock yourself away and mm -hmm. grab a significant other if you have to. Yeah. It's a, it's a must. Well, you know what? Whenever I'm listening to an album that someone's recommended, um, yeah. I, earphones, um, I can't just listen to an album out loud or even the song and I won't yeah. appreciate it. Yeah. I, I, go, yeah. I like to go for a nice walk yeah. and it just puts me in the zone. There's, there's something about music, the same thing with books or films. Um, if, if I'm going to appreciate for what it is, yeah. I'm going to have to allow myself to be in the zone and, and take it in as it happens. Yeah. Like, um, who was it that I recently got in contact with that I loved? Uh, not got in contact with. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get in contact with anyone. We have a warrant for your arrest. Yeah, uh, you've been stalking this guy. Uh, uh, it happened. It happens all the time. Mm. Um, there was, uh, <laughs> I mean, it doesn't happen all the time. I'm, I'm, I mean, I can't go back to Australia, but that's, that's for other reasons. <laughs> Oh, stop, man. You're killing me. Oh, my well, I mean, God. That's what they said, too. Oh, yeah, yeah. But I didn't, did I? No, no, no. no. Um, I didn't do it. <laughs> no, as long as they With know, me. anyway. Laughing me. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, Tupac. It was Tupac. Tupac. Yeah, yeah. So, okay, so. Is he still alive? Um, If you ask some people. <laughs> I'm listening to that brother the other day. So I'm more alive than yeah, ever. Yeah, got in, got, got in contact with him, and yeah. he was like, "Sup, yo? What's up, yo? I trust you more than my buddies. Oh um, yeah, he speaks like this now. Uh, he's yeah, yeah, speaks he's, through he's me. He's been hiding out in Australia. Yeah, he speaks yeah. through me. Uh, Absolutely. <laughs> I'm the spokesperson. <laughs> I'm the spokesperson for Tupac. For, for Tupac Shakur, he lives within all of us. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that actually would be kind of nice. Yeah, well, um, I mean, I, should we have a seance and a Ouija board and maybe call them? Not sure. Definitely. De <laughs> well, I mean, can you hear about that from time to time uh, about about um, certain artists being able to uh, reinvigorate their, their their heroes, like uh, Bob Dylan, for instance. Yeah. Um, when he went to the crossroads, right. uh, he was uh, what is he? He was infused with the powers of, of Satan right. or the devil, right? Uh, and then they just gave him worldly powers. And he, the way he described it, was that he was finally able to capture the same energy right. and the same uh, understanding and passion for music that right. his heroes right. had. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I don't know if I believe that, but I, but it, it makes one hell of a story. Right. Um, so I, I kind of wonder when the next Bob Dylan or the, the next person who's going to come up that has the similar sensibilities and understanding and, 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 and articulation well, that's, of, of that's, words. That, that, that in itself, just saying that, it, you, you let yourself open for disappointment because it's not going to happen tonight. You know what I mean? Unless it's, you know, you put that vinyl down and play the stuff that was originally played. The, today's artists, are, they're, they're not as focused and, and, and deliberate as, as these artists back in the day were. Uh, there's a different style, a different way of doing things. Heck, you can sit on the cell phone and create a tune and, you know, send it to an agent in L.A., you know, and in a matter of seconds you get a response. Yeah, oh, yeah, we want you down here now to cut the record. Yeah, and, see, come on. Come but, down. yeah, yeah, come on down. We'll make millions, <laughs> you know. And, well, it doesn't work you that way. You know, I, I look at these shows like American Idol and all of this. I'm like, you know what? This is just a cheap way to get to the fast lane. You know, and I mean, I, I, I don't, I don't mock the shows at all, like because I know there's some people that love these shows and the people that are on it. They got the sad story that go along with their journey to singing at the top. You and know, and let's not forget some of the people there are very, very talented. No, they are very talented. But I mean, they, they I mean, the price on them, man. I mean, yeah, but you know what, man? I, if it, if it ain't, if it ain't, you know 
real. It, it just got to come from, you have to have a story. You have to really have, besides the sadness and the gloom, it, you know, there's got to be a journey that goes along with it. I'm a hard worker. I believe in hard work gets you there quicker than the fast track. You know, these shows I, I find are fast trackers, you know, and then, you know, basically what happens is the record label takes all your money after they cut your first little album and then you're broke and you're sitting around wondering when somebody's going to call you for an interview, you know, after you've had your little five minutes of fame. And um, we see this kind of revolving door process. Um, the music industry has always been a revolving door, but it's been a door that you had to earn to get there first. And there was a lot of work that took place. You know, just because you can sing, don't make you a singer. You know, it really doesn't. Uh, there's a lot more that goes into that and, and, and into that woven tapestry of, of, of entertainment. Well, like what? Well, you, you, you got to serve time. Just like, you know, penitentiary. You got to serve your time before you are able to get the key to get out. You know what I mean? So just because these people are on a show doesn't mean they haven't served time. Oh, man, gosh. They, they don't know anything about a struggle. They don't know what it took to get there. They don't, they've never gotten in their van and gone 100,000 miles down the road to get to the record label only to be kicked out and said that we don't want to hear from you anymore. And you just keep knocking that door until something happens. They don't know nothing about that. So now they're on the fast track. They're on a, a little singing long show with people that are sitting there judging them, getting paid millions of dollars to go, press a button. I don't like you. I don't like you. I, oh, I love you. Oh, you know, the tears flow, blah, blah, blah. That's just, just come on. Well, so is, is that, is that your thoughts on the music industry currently? Yeah, pretty much, you, you know, can't. pretty much. I mean, it's just, it's so fast tracked and, um, you know, you, you're here today and you're, you're, you're you got a hit one day and tomorrow it's like, what, what song was that? Well, wasn't that the case back in the day, too? It's, well, it's, it's generally shooting fish in a barrel. I mean, uh, you, realistically speaking, we can probably name maybe 20, 30, maybe 100 artists from yeah. the past, from, from like the 50s to the 70s. Yeah, Or maybe like the early 70s, right? This um, is true. And that's because there's a lot of one-hit wonders. It's the same as it happens nowadays. Yeah. Uh, but then the ones that stick around yeah. are the ones that become legendary and they become memorable. Well, so there you go. You know, and that, well, come on. Really, look at them now. Uh, how many do you remember from American Idol? American Idol? Yeah, how many? How many know. do you remember? I'm Australian, man. It's Australian Idol. You guys got it down yeah, there. Okay, so that like, damn so show is syndicated everywhere. First season. First season of both. So first season of... Uh, Who uh, won? Kelly Clarkson. Okay. Second season. Uh, sorry, and first season of Last Australian Idol. Last time you listened to a song of hers. Kelly Clarkson's? Yeah. Early on. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah. No, you did. I were love you it. In, were you having Mr. Bubble along with that or no, what? No, no, no. Were no, you no. having a bubble bath? Or I what, wasn't what? having a bubble bath. What were you doing? I will have you know that what you I doing? was Oiling not down? What were you doing? What were you doing? <laughs> no, I was, just, I was just walking down the street. You were oiled up, I weren't was, you? No, no, I was, yeah. I was walking down Kelly the street. Kelly Clarkson? I was walking down the street and singing, Since You've Been Gone. <laughs> you know what? Yeah, I do it. <laughs> I'm not ashamed. Right? Yeah, uh -huh. I, my, my music tastes go from. Were Tupac, you singing it in falsetto or what? Uh, you, you just because <laughs> of you. I probably shouldn't do it for. Uh, <laughs> I've never strained too far from the sidewalk. Oh, oh my there god! Because you say the lyrics, it's a different tone. Is that fine? Is that fine? That's, that's Marketing. That, yep, I'm getting, I'm getting the approval. The, the approval scowl from the. <laughs> Get a nod back over here. Yeah, yeah, yeah you know. not not like an approving nod, just like a holding sneak nod. Uh, but you know, my, my whole thing is my theory on this is just I I just find it like you know what. Listen to Aretha Franklin's story of how she got there. That, that struggle was something else. You know, listen to all of these. Ray Charles, I mean, you know, look, at, look how this guy, you know, maintained his, I, I, you know, that, that's a struggle. The dude was a, an, an addict and he was an entertainer, you know, and he was blind. What greater story could you have out of that than, the, you know, if you haven't watched the Ray Charles story, you got to watch it. Uh, it's inspiring. Um, well, what about uh, what about Ed Sheeran? Uh, yeah, what about Ed? Ed? Any thoughts on him? Well, he's he's pretty damn good. Yeah, and yeah. have you heard his story? Uh, no, actually, I haven't seen um, the Red Man story. The the only reason I bring it up is uh, because you mentioned Ray Charles. Yeah. Now Ed Sheeran, he spent years busking and just playing music and writing music, and he had hundreds of. Uh, and then he, uh, hundreds of songs that is anyway. Yeah. Um, and then he would just go around a lot of England and just keep playing, keep playing, keep Sounds playing. Sounds like barely Bieber. surviving. Sounds like Bieber's story. Well, I mean, Bieber, from what I understand, was kind of on 
YouTube. His dad had him out in the street Did there he? busking. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. It's kind of impressive. It was slavery. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I guess if you get somebody else to do it for you, but with, with Ed Sheeran, he kind of did it on his own. Then he mustered up a little bit of money. Right. And then, uh, then he went to the States and just kept busking and doing the same thing. Yeah. And then he came across an actor who um, he won an Academy Award for playing Ray Charles. Uh, his name oh, was Jamie Foxx. Jamie Foxx. Yes. Jamie Foxx, like, you're sick. Yeah, so it brings him back and to Jamie his knows how to sing yeah. too. Actually. He does. He yep. does. Jamie um, sings very and then well. in, in his home studio, they recorded, I think, the first EP. Oh yeah. Um, or yeah, I'm pretty sure it was the first EP. Um, and got released from that. Yeah. So, I mean, the boy just lived and play. He he took the Beatles mentality of of performance, right. but instead of having an actual venue, what he did was just use the streets and. Okay. And he was never swayed by the fact that people weren't listening to him or people didn't appreciate his music because he was sharing something from the heart. Right. And, and I think what really, what really, really frustrates me is when people say that um, artists nowadays aren't on the same caliber as what they used to be. Right. Because as a whole, if you want to look at it, right. sure. Okay. But only because we can see the artists that are coming up every single day and we're not looking at the uh, we're not looking at the, the body era of, as yeah. as an error, yeah, right. But when right. you think about the '60s, you're thinking about the era of the '60s, yeah. And you think about all the great artists, some who have started from the very beginning to some uh, the very end, yeah. And it's unfair because you, you think if you think of the '70s, you think Michael Jackson. Really, Michael Jackson's height was in the '80s. In the yeah. '70s, it was the Jackson Five. Uh. So to say that uh, Michael Jackson was around the '70s is kind of BS. But then you say no, it, and then you think it bad. '72. It was around 72 Michael was there from 72 to Jackson 5 yeah Jackson but, no, 5. But, not, but not on his own yeah yeah on his own it was later like 79 mm -hmm. 80 yeah thriller um yeah yeah it was crazy man still plays hard today man that's yeah, it's, it's it's great it's great but what, <laughs> what I'm getting at is that if, if you're looking at that one specific era all your thoughts on a specific artist no. comes up Due to that error, well, as opposed to understanding that my the thing was, work my time. thing is, 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 is not that these kids don't work hard, and that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, it just the fast track is just this new lane of we're going to, you know, corral the kids at artists and singer, but and we're going to have a show based around that, like American Idol, like you know, whatever, and you know these uh, these generic entertainment shows that bring these kids on, let them sing, then they give them a recording contract. Then, you know, get the kids hooked on booze and drugs and the bad things of the music industry. And then when they waste it, throw them out. And they're wasting, throw yeah. them out. You know, so, but the record company's still oh, making yeah. money on it, right? Yeah. You know? So, I mean, it's just one of those things. Like, you know, you just, it's the staying power of these kids is not the same uh, as the artists like Ray Charles, like mm -hmm. Michael Jackson. These, the staying power, they're here one minute and gone the next so quickly. And there's such a revolving door that I can't even keep track of what's going on, mm. you know, who's that guy? Was who's that singing? What was that? What was that song? It's just so fast. Beep, it, it's beep, different, beep. and yeah. then technology has a lot to do with it as sure. well. So, you know what? I I, I won't disagree with that. I, that's that's actually a very fair statement, and I think that just says a lot more about the industry itself. Yes. Oh and yeah. And the people who are facilitating, and it, which is why I think Spotify is great because yeah. you can just release your own music. Yes. And yes. so you don't need to be a victim, or uh, I guess you mentioned earlier, a slave yeah. to um, to these in like these these big companies. I mean, yeah. th there are. Um, you know, it reminds me of, say, was it the 50s or 60s? Yeah. When uh, an actor would sign up to a movie studio. Sure. And uh, you would be stuck with them for a three or five picture deal. Right. Right. And then right. you'd be stuck doing whatever they want to do. And then you'd be locked into a contract. Right. And right. you'd be making a pittance, even right. though they made all the money. Right. And so you, uh, you would be shackled by your creative freedom. Mm. Uh, sorry, with lack of creative freedom. Right. And if you refuse to do the movies... Oh, yeah. They would not let you out of the contract. Blackball you. Blackball and, and, and you, absolutely. Then you didn't work for seven or yeah. eight years. Yeah. You know? There's like development deals that happen. Uh, so I'm listening to Bruce Campbell's uh, audiobook right now, right. Uh, If Chins Could Kill. Yeah. And he's talking about how he signed a development deal with a couple of networks. Right. And for years, he didn't work. Right. At first, he thought it was great because he's uh, getting paid right. to do anything. Right. Right. And just to not work. That's the whole point of it. Yeah. Uh, so you come in and you have conversations about different shows or, you know, whatever. And you, right. you can't come up with one that's good. Right. You don't do anything, but you're still getting paid for it. Okay. But then at the end of it, you're not, you're not doing really, any work. No, you owe them. They're going to send you a bill for all that money yeah. they gave you while you were sitting and, on your And you're out of the industry for such a long time. You are. You, well, I mean, you become irrelevant. You become irrelevant. Yeah. You have no power left. Yeah, you end up on some, you know, side, you know, sitcom somewhere, you know, instead of 
big on the big screen. Yeah. Or you oh, end you up doing the jerk. Uh, you end up doing Mr. Bubble commercials. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Just, <laughs> Man, you okay? You mentioned Mr. Bubble a couple times. <laughs> what, what's what's up with Mr. Bubble? Were you were you a Mr. Bubble guy yourself? Or? I was always Mr. Bubble. <laughs> Nothing but trouble oh with Mr. Bubble. God. What, so what is Mr. Bubble anyway? It's, it's it's soap. It's 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 bathing soap. You put it in the tub and the bubbles start coming up all over the place. Don't I, you know I, it's I, in I, a pink I, box? I, why, why did I know this? I, I didn't have a shower. Oh, I mean, I have a shower. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean probably don't look like I have a shower. Well, what, yeah, look through you in a, yeah. what, in a yeah. river to bathe, you know? <laughs> you're going in the river down there and you yeah. go bathe. Yeah. No, man, Mr. Bubble was cool. That was a treat for all of us yeah. kids. That's supposed to enhance us to get into the tub because we never wanted to get into the tub when we were kids. Ah, but when you're in there, you have Mr. Bubble. Mr. Bubble makes it mm. all different. God, what a guy. <laughs> Mr. Bubble. Uh, I wonder if they'd ever make a movie on Mr. Bubble. Oh, uh, that'd be some funny stuff, man. That, yeah. that would be Who some... would you get to direct it? Oh, jeez. Maybe Mel Brooks. Mel Brooks. <laughs> My goodness, if he's still sticking around. Yeah, well, you know, they're, they're the last of it, man. He's still, Mel's still around. Yeah, uh, Mel's, Mel's around. Carl Reiner died last week. He did, unfortunately. And, so. Yeah, man. What and, a uh, great and Kirk Douglas a little bit, but he's not a director. No, uh, no. Clint Eastwood's still going. Uh, Clint is still yeah. going, yeah. He's, he's going strong. He's real strong. Yeah. I, I thought he was gone in a, you know, good, bad, ugly. Yeah, Apparently, yeah, you know, he's still getting it done. I nah, love, man. I love, I've loved Clint. Yeah, you got, you got to watch some things like Gran Torino, man. That, oh, that man, away. that was yeah. really, blew, that, that yeah. movie blew me away. You know, everything he touches is uh, golden. Uh, I think Spike Lee's going to be in that family. Oh, he is in that family, uh, He's, he's going to be going on until like his 80, 90. Oh, man, you know. It's just amazing that we still have some of these icons around to, you know, appreciate. And, you know, now that we've got this virus and everybody shut in a little bit here and there, we seem to be watching them more, uh, enjoying them more. And, uh, yeah, man, it's it's been a crazy year. Like I said, all the... Different things. Yeah, it really is a a year of reflection. I mean, every day it seems like, you know, we just lost a civil rights leader yesterday, two days ago, John Lewis. Yeah. And, you know, he marched in Selma, he marched with Martin Luther King, had his head you know, beat open for the, our, the, the rights of, of all of us, not just... He was, uh, he was walking by the side of Martin Luther King. Yes. Right? Yes, um, yes. He was... Um, it, he, for we, all of you who don't know who John it, Lewis is, look him up. You will see uh, a, a man of, of, of distinct honor and uh, uh, distinction and uh, uncompromising uh, valor. Uh, this man, you know, took on the issues of the 60s, 70s, and here we are now in 2020 and we're still going through it. This man stood by and 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 didn't just stand by but he he walked the walk and talked the talk and uh uh, god rest his soul thank you john lewis for all you've done for us all of us all of us yeah all of us all lives matter oh i mean yes yeah (laughs) but I guess that was a little speechy, wasn't it? <laughs> no, not that. The whole lives matter, but the whole like. No, you know, I'm just so tired of hearing this. I'm tired. I'm just a little tired of hearing it now. Oh my oh, god! Oh my goodness! Uh, if I, well, if thank, I buy thank another, thank you, John Lewis. Yeah, you, you, yeah you've, absolutely. You've not only set up for your own people, but also for my people too. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, battery's dead. Uh, yeah, battery. Battery's gone. Okay. Uh, uh, all right. Wrap it up. All right. Well, wrap it up. A, I mean, I'll John Lewis is a fantastic it. note to end it on. Yeah, man. Amen. Absolute, yeah. Amen. Legendary way to end this conversation. There you go. Hey, brother, it's been kind to see you. Absolute pleasure. Thank please you. Please come sharing. back on my show. <laughs> please. Maybe interview me once I actually have a story live that you can talk about. <laughs> I can talk about the, uh, the time I auditioned for the Mr. Bubble movie. <laughs>